Hey there, it's me, your therapist. I want you to know that this is a safe space for all humans to explore your thoughts, your feelings, your entire life without judgment. These conversations can be tough, they can be tricky, but they can also set you free. So please come as you are and bring everything to the table. Your brokenness, your failures, your successes, anything and everything, because all of it is so welcome here. I'm your host and your therapist, Amanda Murphy, and I am so glad you're here today. So if you read the title of this podcast episode today and thought to yourself, what the actual fuck is she talking about? I don't blame you. Same. It just came to me and I said, you know what? Um, this is what I'm going to title this podcast episode that we are about to dive into. So no worries. I'll explain everything. But today I want to talk about the innate human behavior that is wanting to be liked. We touched on this quite a bit when we talked about Valentine's Day, um, when it comes to our friendships and our relationships in general, but our friendships, our gal pals, right? Um, Or I guess your pals in general, depending. Maybe you have some guy pals. But we touched on it. And I want to go further into it. And I want to talk about why I think it's even more relevant today as this stems into even more areas of our life and our business and our careers and all of that. And that is this very human innate behavior of wanting to be liked. Well... All of us humans, whether we want to admit it or not, whether we even are consciously aware of it ourselves, we want to be liked. As humans, we don't like to feel that we are not, I don't want to say accepted by other people, but we really don't. We don't like to come across people where there's something about us that seems like that, you know, that we bother them, that they don't approve of us, they don't approve of what we're doing, um, you know, and, and everything in between. And obviously there are different levels of this in which we as humans partake. Um, some of us are very chronic people pleasers. Some of us are very, I don't like to use the word insecure, but I guess for sake of under for a sake of explaining it to a way that I think it would be easily understandable for everybody you know our insecurities some of us are more insecure with with wanting to be liked by others and you know some of us are a little bit more okay with it but even those of us who are super confident in many areas of our life and we would think like no I really don't care if people don't like me there is still I'm willing to bet you big money That there are still times, there are still certain situations or certain people in where you you do find yourself feeling like, oh, I hope they like me. Or why do they make me feel like they just don't really care for me or whatever the case may be. So no matter where you are initially thinking you fall in this category, this episode is still for you. This podcast still applies to you because I, I'm willing to bet again, big money, that there's still certain days, certain times, certain situations, or with certain people 
that you have found yourself wondering why they don't like you or why it seems like they don't like you and it kind of bugged you that they didn't like you and it kind of maybe upset you or you know anything of the sort and so I want to talk about why as humans we have this desire to be accepted and why that's not a bad thing but it's also a bad thing you know it's it it has its pros it has its cons it's a double-edged sword if you will so as humans we just want to be accepted like we crave connection with human beings at the core of being human you can trace back different cultures different um, parts of the world back for centuries and I'm talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of centuries and you will find that all humankind no matter where it is where it comes from um yeah we all just have a sense of community and even more so I think when you look back into our history you know with um the Native Americans and with um all I mean I literally I can't exclude any one subgroup I think even more years and years and years that you look back dependent on community to survive and to thrive now we live in a world and in a, in a country for those of you who are in America like me especially um we live in a world where we can fend for ourselves individually meaning I, myself, as a human being, I don't have to leave my house. I don't have to associate with anybody necessarily. Like, I can minimize my dependency upon other people. But when you look back in our history, it's not really like that. Like, everybody probably had their role in the community. You know, um, women versus men versus children. You know, everybody in the town and the community had a different role that they played and you know not everybody was a farmer not everybody was a shoemaker not everybody um you know did the same job and while I'm definitely not a historian I'm not I'm the last person to pretend that I know anything really about history but you know the general theme is that they depended upon each other to really thrive and we don't have to do that anymore but yet the humane the human behavior of wanting that connection with people needing that connection with others is still there and so it makes perfect sense as to why we still have that craving and have that desire and of course we live in a totally different world so the ways in which we do that how we go about doing that why we necessarily go about doing that it's a little different, but it's still there because that's just how we always have been. And all of my psychology classes, sociology classes, all of my education thus far, there's always this principle that we come back to that, that humans crave connection, even from birth. There's a whole attachment theory as part of psychology, as part of a foundational theory in counseling for mental health that is founded upon this theory of attachment which is literally just that our desire for connection with other people and it's literally connecting with other people is one of the basic human needs and they've even done a study years ago in in an orphanage of of babies who um actually were just 
I don't say less, that sounds really horrible, but babies who were taken care of with their basic needs, meaning they were, they had their diaper changed, they were fed, and that's pretty much it, you know, so their basic needs to keep them alive were taken care of, but they weren't held, they weren't cradled, they weren't fawned over, they weren't talked to, none of that, and they studied the health outcomes of these babies compared to babies that were really taken care of in the sense of not only their basic needs, but they were given attention and, um, you know, cuddled and coddled and soothed and all of that, and the health outcomes were tremendously different, and if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not misrecalling, some of the babies who just had their basic needs met died of illnesses that the other babies did not get, even though the, the people taking care of them were the same. It's just in how they were taking care of them is different. So that's the little boring part of this whole concept. But just to say that this is legit stuff like we as humans crave connection. We crave being a part of a community, of just not being alone usually. And so that's why being alone is usually a sign of something else going on, such as depression. And sure, I'm I'm sure a lot of you moms out there are thinking, and maybe you're not a mom, maybe you're like me and sometimes you're like, I just need some alone time. Sure, sometimes we need, a lot of the times actually, we need our decompressing time. And there's definitely a good balance of being connected and you know, being alone and disconnecting. But that's a whole different podcast episode. But for the sake of this episode, we like to be connected with people. We like to feel accepted. We like to feel like we belong and that we fit in. And that's just who we are as humans, right? So why does that become tricky? Why is that a bad thing? Well, the bad part is, is that especially nowadays, You know, the difference back then is that everything was very similar. Everything was very much the same. Um, And there wasn't social media. We didn't have all these different options. You know, clothes weren't the same. I mean, everything was so different, right? So now everybody's just so different. Our personalities are so unique. We're so individualized. The choices in our career is so different. How we live our lives, what we do, every single thing today is a million times different. And the truth is, you're not going to be able to be liked by every single person you encounter. And the same is that you're not going to like every single person that you encounter. But yet, despite us knowing this information, despite me knowing that I'm not going to like every single person I meet, when I come across a person who doesn't truly, that I get the sense, because let's face it, these people aren't truly saying like, oh, I don't like you. Maybe that has happened to you in your lifetime. And if so, I am so, my heart goes out to you because that's really horrible. But nobody's usually going out there and saying, I don't really like you. Or I dislike you. Or I H-A-T-E you. Like, I don't know, I just like saying that word. That just sounded really mean to come out, so I spelt it. <laughs> but, you know, nobody's outwardly saying that. But when that happens to us, When we get this notion that somebody's not really jiving with us, somebody's not really taking a liking to us, we don't like it. It kind of bums us out. It kind of hurts our feelings a little sometimes. And again, some of us get more affected by it than others, but I think we can all say safely that we've been there and we probably will be there again. And why that is a bad thing is because it keeps us playing safe. It keeps us small a lot of the times because... When 
well, and actually it keeps us from being our true selves. Because when we try to get other people to like us, or when we feel like there's somebody that doesn't like us, we might, whether it's intentional or even completely unintentional and we don't even know we're doing it, we might change some things about ourselves. We might, um, and we might change things in a way by just not sharing them, you know, like omission. You might just stay quiet. You might just look the other way. You might, you know, say something in conversation that you probably wouldn't of if the situation were different. And so it's these small micro ways that we show up sometimes when we are in situations where someone we feel doesn't really jive with us that is an in the unauthentic version of ourselves and it just keeps us playing safe and playing small in some of the choices that we make in life and I think why it's even more important for us to talk about it these days is because you know a lot of us are trying to do things in life for us chase dreams crush goals right And now with social media being such a huge thing, everybody can know what everybody's doing. And so unless you just never share anything on social media, number one, but even if you don't share anything on social media, I think the fear still creeps in that you almost have a fear of what other people are going to say about you, say about what you're doing, and that keeps you from taking any action, okay? And whether that's going to a certain college, majoring in a specific major, having another baby, saying no to having babies, to moving across the country, to ditching your current job, to taking a new job, to starting your own business, to whatever it is, you're, we don't stop and think like, oh my God, so many people are going to love this. Or so-and-so is going to think this is so great. Or heaven forbid, Who cares who thinks it's great? I think it's great. And that's all that matters. We hyper-focus on the fact that people, maybe, and I'm sure there will be, but we hyper-focus on the people who are like, oh, no, they're not going to like it. Or what if they think this? Or what if they say that? And it's like, but why did they get to have the front row seats? You know? Like, if you are getting married, you're not inviting the people to your wedding that you hate. Or the people that you know don't support your marriage, right? So why do we give those people who don't support what we're doing or who might not like what we're doing or like us and who we are, why are we giving them that same level of importance in our lives, the front row seats to our lives? Why are we allowing their opinion dictate everything that we do? Why can't it just be, okay, they don't jive with me and that's fine. They'll find the people they jive with. Or they don't like my product. That's fine. They'll find somebody who makes a product that they like. Or hey, that person just doesn't really seem to be keen on who I am. But I know I'm true, being true to myself and how I feel. And that's okay. They'll find their person. And that's okay if they don't like me. Like why can't we like why can't we just be that way? And of course, like all these episodes, I am just as guilty. And I am talking to myself just as much as I'm having this conversation with you guys. I am no different. And I think, you know, we're kind of taking a direction to talking about business and career and things like that, because I think that's one of the really common ways that it shows up. And, you know, I think 
for anybody who's on social media and ever thought about providing a service or a product or just came across some business coach on Instagram, you know the word niche. You're familiar with that term. And so why I think that ties into this conversation is because the niche tells you, oh, niche down, niche down, niche. Some of you might think it's called niche. I don't honestly know what's the correct way to pronounce it, niche or niche. Couldn't tell you. But we all are familiar with it. However we pronounce it, niche, niche, we're all familiar with it, I feel like, at this point. And so the problem with that is it tells you to zero in on one thing, like one thing that you do, one thing that you serve, one thing that you talk about. And I, years ago, fell into this, thinking that I had to niche down on Instagram or that if I was going to have this podcast with you guys, that I would have to niche down and talk about one specific thing. And the problem with that is we are not human beings. We are not a niche. We are very multifaceted, multi-passionate human beings. And even if you're not an entrepreneur, even if you could care less about starting your own business, whatever, even in your day-to-day life as a career woman, as a stay-at-home mom, whatever your groove is, whatever you're kicking ass at, we're all not boiled down to one thing. We are not just a stay-at-home mom. We are not just a career woman. We are not just an entrepreneur. We are not just anything. We are all multifaceted, badass, multi-passionate human beings. And I do not think that showing up on social media, showing up in your business, showing up in your career, in your life, whatever, as a single faceted, niched down individual is working for us. It's just not. Because then it breeds this Okay, well, if I'm not sticking to my niche and I'm stepping outside of that, then what if they don't like it? What if I confuse somebody? Like, let's use the example of an entrepreneur who has a business and they're portraying themselves on Instagram. They're they're setting up their services or product. Okay, well, you have this niche, right? Whatever your niche is. Like, let's take me, for example. Intuitive eating. Okay, well, what if I want to talk about self-care? What if I want to talk living a more organic, low-tox life? What if I want to talk about saving the bees? What if I want to talk about reducing waste and helping to be more environmentally friendly? What if I want to share some cooking recipes? Those are, or yoga. I fucking love yoga. So those are things that I'm all super passionate about, things that really matter to me. So what if I want to talk about those Am I going to confuse people? What if so-and-so doesn't like it? But what if this person doesn't like it? What if this person says this? Well, why should it matter? I'm showing up as me and that's all that matters. And so the people who are here for it, the people that jive with it, the people that get value from it, the people that like it will stay and they will continue to enjoy it. They'll continue to get some great meaning out of it. They will get value from it and those who don't won't. Think of how many people you've unfollowed on Instagram. Maybe you followed somebody because, you know, they resonated with you. You got some value. And then maybe one day you realized you weren't getting value anymore. So you ditched them. You're like, okay, now I hit the unfollow button. It can be that simple in real life. And we don't have to doll ourselves down. We don't have to sugarcoat ourselves. We shouldn't have to. Nobody's truly asking us to. We're doing it to ourselves. Like, and that's one thing I think I really want to explore here over the next couple of weeks in all the different ways that a lot of this stuff is our own self-sabotage. 
And here's the thing though. Yes, it's because we are a lot of the time a product of our environment. And with social media and the way the world is now, we are pushed into self-sabotaging ourselves. So I don't want to say we completely do it to ourselves, but like I said, nobody's standing up saying I fucking hate you, right? Like nobody is saying that. And if they are, I give you permission to deck them punch them out because that's just rude if you do not like somebody you just do not jive they're not your cup of tea you can be respectful nice and walk away just like you quietly unhit that unfollow button like nobody likes those trolls those haters online who literally post on a comment or comment on a post and say some nasty trash and then all their reasons why they're going to unfollow you like boo boo just quietly go to the profile hit the unfollow button and see yourself out And that's how it should be in life, in real life, as humans. If we don't like somebody, there's no grounds for for being disrespectful or rude or mean or cruel in any way, shape, or form. That is the beauty of this world. That is the beauty of us as human beings, right? That should be. We as human beings are all so different, all so unique, down to our style, our makeup, the way we do our hair, the way our body looks. Everything that we do, what we laugh about, what we find to be so sad, what we like to do in our free time, how we love others, how we show up as a friend, as a sister, as a brother, as a mother, as a, uh, a daughter, as a sibling, as a partner. All so different. All so unique. And that's beautiful. That is so beautiful. So who really gives a rat's ass who doesn't vibe with it? You will find your people. Just like we were talking about last week. You will find your people who like you. You will find your tribe. You'll find your community. There are so many fish in the sea, boo-boo. And yes, that is very cliche. I know, I know, I know. But it's true. It is true. So true. And I think us holding on to how and why the potential haters and dislikers out there might possibly say think or feel about us letting that keep us playing it safe and staying small is just it's it's not even something i would say is for the birds because i wouldn't do that to the birds the birds don't deserve that either okay and i know at this point you're probably thinking okay amanda yes i hear you i understand i agree but how do we stop this Like, how do we stop people pleasing? How do we stop giving a rat's ass about the people who don't like us, the haters, the naysayers? And how do we just show up as our most authentic self? Well, here's the thing. There is no magic answer. There is no one-size-fits-all answer. I don't really have the answer. And through my education thus far as a mental health counselor, I can promise you that a lot of the solutions to people's answers or (laughs) solutions to people's problems is not a one-size-fits-all. And there is not just one answer to magically solve problems. It's so unique and so individualized. But what I can tell you is that through constant reinforcement in your mind of that, when you find yourself kind of down in the dumps of like, well, why does this person not like me? Or, well, what if they say this? Or what if nobody likes it? Or what if so-and-so hates it? Ask yourself... Well, what it answer the question. What if? What if so-and-so hates it? Do you hate it? What about the people who will like it? 
Are you are you going to shut down your business idea because so-and-so hates it because one person hates it? Are you going to not take the job because one person thinks it's a bad idea? Are you going to stay in your hometown and not move to California because your mom doesn't think it's the best idea? Like, what? Like, is your outfit completely trash because one girl gave you what you thought was a weird look from across the room when really you felt rad as fuck before you left the house? Like, does it really matter? Like, answer the question. And ask yourself, do you like you? Do you like your outfit? Do you like the decision that you're about to make? Are you the only one who has to deal with the consequences? And if the answer is absolutely yes, then screw it. You're the only one who has to answer, right? So these theoretical questions that we ask ourselves or that we think to ourselves actually answer those questions and realize that it's not that big of a deal. And just remind yourself constantly that you don't even like everybody. So who cares if people don't like you? You have your tribe. You have your tribe. And if you are someone who, you know, doesn't feel like they really have their tribe yet, you have more of your tribe already than you think I, I'm willing to bet. But your tribe is still out there. And ask yourself, like, are you putting yourself out there? Maybe that's a whole other episode we need to have. But are you really putting yourself out there? Are you really trying to find your tribe? Like, friendship is just like dating. Like when we talked about this last week about like your gal pals and friendships, you do have to date like and you do have to treat your friendships like you would like romantic relationships sometimes with just without the, I guess, maybe the sexual romance. I mean, I don't know how you guys roll. You would ever float your boat, but you know, they're, they're really not a lot different. Like you have to nurture them and you have to go out and meet your gal pals. And so that's why like I was talking about Bumble and how that being such a great way to meet people and meet your friends and find your tribe. And you just have to be willing to go out there and find them. So if you are listening to this and you listen to last week's episode and you're just thinking, well, I don't have my tribe, Amanda, you keep saying that my people are out there. Where the hell are they? Are you really looking? It's kind of like how like that person who says like, oh, you really want to find somebody, you know, your significant other, you want to settle down, you want to get married, have kids, do whatever the case may be. But are you putting yourself out there? Are you open to it? Are you showing up in a way that you want to show up and, you know, be open to receiving that? I mean, we could dive into this forever and ever and ever, but don't let just because one person might not like you or might not like what you're doing or might not like what you have to say, stop you from finding your tribe. Don't let it stop you from showing up as you are, as who you truly are and the way that you want to show up because it's just, it's for the birds. This life is too short. And I, like I said, I wouldn't even do that to the birds, but this life is way too short to be doing any of that nonsense the days are going to go by regardless and you're going to be so happy that you made the chance that you took that offer that you did whatever it is at the end of the day you're going to be so happy that you did not give a crap about the people who just might not be your crew and who just might not think that everything that you do is pretty rad but guess what someone thinks it's pretty rad And even if for the moment, even if sometimes, some days with some things, you're the only person who thinks it's pretty rad, that is perfectly okay. That is more than okay. Because the only person's permission, the only person's approval that you truly need to seek is yourself, is yours. Promise you that. All right, boo-boos, I really hope that this episode tracked. (laughs) And I hope 
uh, that you found some value in it, that it resonated with you a little bit. If it did, why don't you take a screenshot of this episode, share it on Facebook, social media, wherever you're at, Instagram, and tag me. And let me know what you liked. Let me know what questions you have. You can always find me on Instagram at the Amanda Murphy. And I'm always open to chat with you guys. Uh, until next time, love bugs. Bye.